Welcome to Pivot to Prosperity, the podcast to help you work less and make more money. Sponsored by Pivotal Real Estate Investments. We will show you how you can build wealth and income while improving communities through commercial real estate, like apartments, self-storage facilities, medical offices, and more without demanding much time. How's that sound? I am your host, Jenny Bowling, and I've been in real estate for 40 years, bought hundreds of properties for government and other clients. My fellow government workers and clients will likely find this very powerful information. When I learned how easy it is these days to own commercial property with all the tax benefits and wealth building attributes without the big money requirements, that was pivotal information that I am absolutely compelled to share. So every Tuesday at two, we will release a new episode showing how the industry operates, how we find the deals, package the information and offer it to our investors, and how so many investors are achieving goals of financial freedom and becoming more of who they want to be. We want to help you work less and make more by pivoting to prosperity. Hello, hello, Jenny Bowling here with Pivot to Prosperity, the podcast brought to you by Pivotal Real Estate Investments, where we help our investors build wealth and income through commercial real estate that also improves communities. And today we have Alex Kingman with us. Hey, thank you. I appreciate you coming, Alex. Thanks for having uh, me, Jenny. <laughs> I am going to read your bio and uh, then you can tell us what's not in here, okay? Sure. <laughs> All right. Alex is the Director of Investor Relations at KGI Capital. Her company helps high-income and high-net-worth individuals invest passively in apartment buildings so that they can reduce their tax burden, grow passive wealth, and live life on their own terms. KGI Capital invests in 20 to 100-unit distressed multifamily properties and redevelopment projects in the Southeast and Midwest. To date, they have acquired 253 multifamily units and have $30 million in assets under management. Before going full-time into real estate, Alex was one of the top Airstream salespersons in the country. She is located in the San Francisco Bay Area and is a mother of two girls. Very good. Okay. So tell us, tell us where you come from and a little more about where... How, what got you where you are? Sure, sure. Uh, so uh, my journey started uh, when I was a little bit younger than maybe most. I was in middle school. I was in eighth grade. Uh, we were going on a family vacation uh, from where we live, which was San Francisco area, down to uh, Southern California um, to enjoy the beach. And we had a long drive ahead of us. So I decided to bring a book. Um, I looked at the shelf in our living room and realized I'd read them all except for one. So I said, well, I guess I'll read this one. And it happened to be um, Robert Kiyosaki's book. Um, it wasn't Rich Dad Poor Dad. It was oh. um, teaching. Oh, what was it? It was like, um, oh, raising your child's financial IQ. Um, it came with the cash flow game, which we happened to have. And so it was just on the shelf. Um, so I thought, eh, might as well try it, I guess. Uh, I read it and it surprisingly was, uh, a, a huge, uh, mindset shift for me and ch totally changed the trajectory of my life. Um, after that, I decided I wanted to be an investor and be a business owner. Um, before that, I had thought I was just going to, you know, get a job, work really hard, save a lot of money and retire early. That all changed at that uh, on that vacation. And I had a whole new outlook on on my life. So that's where it started. 
from there, just went into, you know, trying different investments, um, invested in the stock market when I was about 16, just kind of played around with that, uh, learned different um, aspects of business by taking different jobs to learn uh, once I was out of high school and eventually um, got into real estate and, you know, started out with a small house hack with my partner and then went from there into out of state one to four units. And then uh, after that went bigger and now we're looking at 20 to hundred units um, with heavy rehab and we do that now. <laughs> and how old are you? Can I ask? Yeah, sure. Uh, I am 26. I will be 27 in two, about two months. So almost 27. <laughs> great, great. Okay. And do you have a regular job now? This, this is it. I do this full time. Do you real estate full time? Yep. Okay. Yep. That and take care of my, uh, my, my kids. <laughs> All right. Yes. And the two daughters. Yes. How old are they? Uh, I have a 10 year old and then I have an eight month old. So, yep, definitely have my hands full there. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah, the 10-year-old probably is kind of helpful, right? She is, actually. Yeah, she's very helpful. They they get along so well. It's 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 honestly really fun to see. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah, that could, yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, congratulations. And Thank so, <laughs> yeah, the that really helps you to not have to go to a job when you've got two kids, for sure. I know that. And um, <laughs> so tell us about your first deal. Sure. Our first deal, um, our very first deal was when we were 20. Um, we, my partner actually, who's my partner in business and in life, uh, he wanted to buy a house. And I told him, I do not want to buy a house unless it's an investment. <laughs> so we bought an investment house. <laughs> um, and so what we did is we bought a, a uh, three bed, two bath house that also had a studio granny unit in the, um, in the back that was attached to the house. Um, it was 300 square feet with a little bathroom. And then it was also connected to the garage and we lived in the three, uh, I'm sorry, we rented out the three bedroom, two bath. And then we lived in the little studio with our, with our daughter. Um, we didn't have the, the second one yet. Uh, and we remodeled it. Uh, we took the garage and the studio and we turned it into a two bedroom, one bath unit. Um, and that's how we got our start in, in the real estate space. We, we turned it into a duplex essentially. Um, and then we were hooked. <laughs> so converting a garage, I got to think taught you an awful lot about construction too, then. <clears throat> it did. It did. So uh, my partner also is a, a general contractor. So he has a company here in the Bay Area, um, does a lot of electrical. Uh, he's an electrical contractor as well and uh, does a lot of electrical and a lot of uh, remodels and that kind of thing. So uh, it was right up our alley. Um, but yeah, we definitely learned a lot in that in that time frame. And we did it all ourselves at that time. Um, now we probably would go a different route because we have more options and more knowledge and experience. <laughs> right, right. Now, before that, were you ever helping him at work? No. Um, at the time, he was an electrician. So he was actually working um, and he was working for another company. So he didn't have his own company. So yeah. he was doing his thing. I was uh, doing sales. Um, I was uh, an Airstream uh, 
travel trailer salesperson. So we kind of had our own careers going different ways. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Well, but so now you 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 do do some stuff together, I imagine, if you need to, right? Yeah, yeah, we do. We, we look at, uh, yeah, we, we'll look at deals, you know, together and, and that kind of thing, make decisions, of, of course, have our meetings and everything right. every week and make sure everything's yeah. going as it should. Well, that's good. That's good. Well, so um, now as far as um, your most recent project, what would that be? Well, our most recent project, let's see, we have one that's open right now, so I can't say too much about that because it's a 506B, right? <laughs> but okay. we have, yep, so um, I, I won't talk about that one, but the one before that um, was a 72 unit uh, apartment building. It was very uh, distressed, <laughs> I would say, um, and it was in um, Oklahoma, oh, Oklahoma City area, um, Yukon, Oklahoma, to be specific. Oh, okay. Yep. And how did that go? So that one, it's been going really well. Um, it, we are about a year in. And so, you know, we've taken our time, just found the right deals. We haven't tried to try, um, to go and invest in just any deal under the sun. We're really specific about what we invest in. So, um, it's been about a year. Um, when we bought it, each, unit needed about $30,000 worth of work. Now that's interior and exterior, but just averaged out about $30,000 each um, for all 72. Um, and we are almost done with the renovations now. Uh, we're just closing it up, kind of punch list items, things like that. And we have like seven more units left, I think that are you know occupied and that kind of thing that we need to renovate. But um, it's looking amazing. It had those, uh, they're called mansard roofs, but, um, you know, basically it, like, yeah. you know, triangle looking walls on the, on the buildings, which were really ugly. So we ripped all those off. Did you? Um, it looked modern. Yep. Yep. So it was a big project. <laughs> What'd you do um, with them? Did you, did you do a hip well, roof? No, we just went to, uh, like straight walls, like flat walls, um, vertical walls because they were on the walls and then it had um, a flat roof. So uh, we just like made them normal walls, <laughs> not like shingle walls. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So for lack of a uh, way to say that with, uh, you know, I'm sure my partner would have a better way to say that I should say <laughs> he probably has the right terms, but yeah, we went from walls like this to walls like this. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's been really good. Uh, we started out with one property manager and uh, we, we ended up switching to another uh, group because we kind of saw the writing on the wall. The first one was good, but then they kind of had um, a little bit of a internal issues start to happen. And so we left before uh, it completely, um, they pretty much completely liquidated their multifamily uh, management sector. So um you know, that actually didn't end up affecting us um, negatively because we were proactive about it. Um, and yeah, that's really, that's been the main, uh, I guess, thing that happened that wasn't really planned for. Uh, and so far, you know, it's gone really well. <laughs> that's great. That's great. And then you have investors in that one, do you? Yes. Yep. Yeah. How many investors did you end up with roughly? Do you remember? Um, Nine. Okay. Okay. And yeah, well, um, um, I guess of our own, we had a couple other partners as well who brought in uh, investors. I should oh, okay. Say too. Okay. Yeah. So I was think that... total it was like thirty, maybe twenty-five. So okay. Yeah. Was, was that your first um, one property over fifty units? Yes. Yeah. 
Okay. Exciting. Good, good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, very exciting. <laughs> and so do the other partners help very much with the operations? How do you divide that up? Where, how'd you end up doing that? Yeah. Um, so we met, I actually met um, the other partners uh, through networking and we ended up partnering up on this deal. They actually had found the deal um, and then we partnered with them. So how we've kind of, how we have it, uh, I guess, divided up um, is they do, they do a lot of operations. My partner handles um, a lot of the uh, renovations uh, and works with them on that. Um, and Scope then and schedule also, kind of thing. Scope yep, and schedule. Construction schedule. Yep. You know details if we need to uh we we took over uh i think the the main account at one point for the prod property and all that so just making sure that you know we switched everything over making sure that our communications with all of our vendors and everything is good um so yeah just a lot of the construction management portion because that's obviously where his experience is um i've been doing all of the uh invest investor side of things that's where i focus on in our company so um, all the updates, all of the, um, also just, you know, weekly asset management meetings. So yeah, we're very involved. There are six of us total, um, on that team. On the management so team. All, yeah. Yep. So it's a good size. I wouldn't really think that more than that would be very good. It's just too many cooks in the kitchen, I think, but six yeah. is good. We've, we've done really well. Um, and are they located there near the property? You know, actually they're in Utah. So we just have a really strong property manager there um, that we, that we have, uh, you know, that we have there. That's <laughs> and that's where, yeah. you know, um, I know that a lot of times there are um, some investors that want somebody there. That's a, you know, a, a GP member to be there near the property. Um, but we actually have, up until this point, we've mainly just found really strong property managers to work with. And then um, we've been able to successfully do what we need to do with that. Um, so, you know, there are different ways to go about it. And just because someone's not there doesn't mean that it's necessarily a bad option or a bad deal. Yeah, I know it's, it, there's lots of people that do it. I tend to like to be within a day's travel just because yeah. I, I, prefer that but it's funny because a lot of people will say if you go ahead and invest further away you'll systemize more yep and that's a good thing yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's one of the main reasons that we liked uh that we kind of originally did that well that's good that's good great and then so what's your buy box what are you looking for usually so typically we uh we have always focused on uh properties that need a lot of work, a lot of physical work to them. So um, lots of construction needs, I guess you could say, or lots of rehabs. So uh, we look for currently 20 to 100 unit properties that are in distress. Um, it could be whatever kind of distress, you know, it could be uh, debt distress, it could be, you know, property management distress, whatever, but typically um, we're, focused on that um, physical distress. So if the property looks bad, <laughs> it's probably our kind of property. Um, we look for that. We, we look in Florida, especially Jacksonville, um, Oklahoma City area, 
the kind of Fort Worth, Texas area, and also in Northern Indiana. So those are okay. where we've focused in. And um, yeah, really just anything that's distressed, we'll look at and um, see if we can, you know, provide a high enough equity multiple for our investors and see if it makes sense. Is that the key, key uh, number they're looking for is the equity multiple? Yeah, especially for distressed, you're you're not going to be investing for a monthly income check, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, not that while. there isn't cash flow, there is, but <clears throat> um, typically we we have our typically our investors are making money um, for their day to day lives elsewhere through a, a career or their businesses, and they are looking for a way to grow their wealth quickly, not necessarily for a monthly cash flow check. So they're looking for that equity multiple, you know, um, a lot of them, you know, like two to three X is typically what we try to look for when we look for deals, um, a two to three times multiple on your initial capital, I guess you could say. So yeah, typically with these kinds of deals, you're not going to find like the same returns as like an A-class building that you're investing into. So different strategies, um, different, different types of deals are going to, you know, maybe work better or worse for different uh, investor strategies. Right. Greater appreciation though, because you're driving up the value with all the CapEx, right? Yeah, exactly. So right. yeah, we were able to buy it at a good price, um, force the appreciation and then return a good ret uh, a good total return because of that. All right. Well, so now I'm going to ask you, <laughs> is there a pivotal person or event that brought you to either where you are now or where you are going from here? Yeah. So, I mean, of course, the pivotal time when I was a kid definitely had a big yes. impact. Um, a pivotal person, you know, for me, I actually was in high school. I believe I was a senior in high school. I might have been a junior. Um, and at the time, I was writing a book um, about high school. I... <laughs> I I guess now I'm embarrassed to say I never published it. I wrote the whole thing. It's actually pretty, it was pretty good, um, but I never ended up publishing it. Um, but just by chance, by luck, uh, would have it. Um, of all people, Mark Victor Hansen, um, who's the author of uh, Chicken Noodle Soup for the Soul series and that whole uh, franchise, um, happened to come to our house um, because we lived... Uh, in, basically, we lived off grid. Um, we didn't live like hermits, though, like normal people off grid. Like we, we had all the normal conveniences. We just lived far enough away that we didn't have utility services. So we lived off grid. He was interested in the solar aspect of our off grid pro uh, property. So he came to check it out. He was interested in investing um, with his group. So they were trying to learn more about it. Um, and so uh, he ended up being at our house. And I remember just talking to him and saying, Hey, I, I have a lot of ideas, you know, um, would it be okay if I just like called you sometimes and asked you questions? And he was like, yeah, of course. So for the next couple of years, you know, I would just, um, ask him questions and talk to him and, um, here and there, and he'd always give me good advice. And sometimes I'd follow it and sometimes I wouldn't, unfortunately, <laughs> because I just, didn't see how it made any sense sometimes. Like, oh, that seems way too simple, you know, because I was like 17, I don't know. Um, and you knew everything, right? 
<laughs> and I knew right. I'm like, that doesn't seem like it'll work. I'm going to do something else. Yeah. So, so, you know, the person's right in front of me telling me this. And yeah. But um, looking back now, I have really implemented a lot of the things that he told me um, that maybe I didn't listen to at first, but now I'm like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. And I wish I had done it sooner. Um, and so I think that was a pivotal moment because he really believed in me um just because I was excited about it and he was just he, his mindset was so um so much bigger than mine was and so I learned a lot just by asking him questions and talking yeah. to him and things like I think that. bigger well and it sure sounds like you need to write another book then yeah I know <laughs> you've got access to a very special guy and then you can ask if you you can credit him or maybe yeah. he'll co-author or whatever yeah, there we go <laughs> you can find find something to do Maybe do a feature in your places that you call your chicken soup corner or there we go. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm stretching, obviously, but <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, that's great. And then you could develop a brand, maybe, or I don't know. But then you gotta yeah. watch out for all the, the royalties and but he might let you inch in on that. I don't know. <laughs> See how much he really liked you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But anyway, well, very good. Well, so I don't want to, you know, push the time too much here. Why don't you tell people how they can reach you? Sure, sure. Um, I'm I'm very active on LinkedIn. So if you want to reach out to me there, we can connect and um, chat more in, mess in the messages or whatever you want to do there. Um, otherwise, I have a lot of resources for passive investors at our website. Um, and you can always set up a call with me there if you're interested in learning more about what we do. It's uh, at www investwithkgi.com. Great, great. Okay, very good. Well, thank you again for coming on. I appreciate it. We're, yeah, we're going to so stay much, in touch. Jimmy. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. We hope you enjoyed that episode of Pivot to Prosperity and found it informative, thought-provoking, maybe even pivotal. If you did, please subscribe, leave us a review. Your feedback means a lot to us and helps others discover the podcast. And don't forget to follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, to find updated information about episodes, current events, and whatnot. Thank you again for being part of our podcast community. And remember, if you want to know when an investment opportunity is available, we need to have a conversation. So sign up in the show notes below or at pivotalrealestateinvestments.com. Thank you.